What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. At time of recording, it is Monday, February 13th, 2017, and with me on the other line, once again from Medford, Massachusetts, he's back again, is my boy Matt Heinrichs. Matt, how was your day? Uh, what, today or yesterday? Today. Today? Uh, it was okay, because I got to work from home. Oh, very Uh, nice. um, So, I hate the snow, but at least I get to work from home. Excellent, and... Uh, So, yeah, got... Got some stuff done, and uh, yeah, now we're doing podcasts now. Yeah, and uh, I was very happy to hear that after we recorded last week, I said, would you like to come on again? And you said, quote, as much as you'll let me on, which yeah, I'm super yeah. happy I mean, about. I have, a lot, I have a lot to say, man. And uh, I have a lot to say. And what we're going to delve into about what you have a lot to say about is concerning the Grammy Awards, which were last night, which we were both watching and you were uh, furiously live tweeting, which I enjoyed. We're going to get into winners, losers, things we liked, things we didn't like. But right off the bat, we have to start with what the award show starts with, and that's the host, James Corden. And did you like his job as a host? No. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be blunt. No. I I don't know, like, who, who... picks these things like uh LL Cool J was what for the last four years something like that yeah um not a fan of his but at least you know he does he doesn't really like he just hosts he doesn't really put on a show mm-hmm. uh you know he'll throw in his little like uh political spiel once in a while um but he's not really the center of attention so that's where I was not loving uh Corden um, not to mention that he, to me, is just like a D-list celebrity at this point, and I just think there was a lot better options. Um, me, personally, I say that Drake should just host every award show ever. Because <laughs> he, he's perfect, but I got, he didn't even show up last night, actually. He no, was, he did not. He was quote-unquote on, on tour, um, but I, I, I don't know if, if he really wanted to be there. I but think, I, I just say he should host everything. I think he just he, knew that Views wasn't going to win anything, so he didn't want to just have all the reaction shots to him the way they treated poor Rihanna. Because Rihanna right. got all the reaction shots last night. So so we started with him falling down the stairs, doing a little tap dance with one shoe. Yep. Uh, hated it. Yep. And, uh, you know... Then he did the, the the carpool karaoke thing, which he had the reference. I said that last night. How like, to do it? Yeah, you had to because it's the only reason that anyone knows who you are. So I like that he did, you know, play into that. Um, and then he tried to do the whole like Ellen selfie thing with a bunch of celebrities, which is just played out. Uh, so yeah, not a huge fan. But I, again, I don't know who makes these decisions because that, that he couldn't have not been like the fifth or sixth person on their list. I guess people just turned turn down the hosting gig because there's no way they were like, first first choice was Corden. There's no way. Well, I figured the Grammys were on CBS, so they wanted to get an in-house guy to do it the same way they get That's true. Right? That's true. Uh, but but still, I, I, don't, I don't know. Because Colbert wasn't going to do it. You couldn't get Colbert no. to host the Grammys in a million years. No, no. Couldn't bring Letterman back. Anyway, uh, I think Corden is charming, but, you know, you, you've seen one carpool karaoke, you sort of get his whole shtick. So. Yeah, I mean, like, it's hard, but it, I guess he's charming, but, like, how much of it is just being British? Like, that you're <laughs> automatically charming. You know, yeah, it's a chunk of it. I definitely yeah. didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that he piggybacked on Twenty One Pilots' uh, pantsless thing that he just. No, nah, hated it. Hated it. <laughs> that was that was just weird in general. No, 
Like, well, the it was definitely story weird. was, like, we were all just sitting around, and it, like, unbeknownst to us, we were all, like, in our underwear, and we just were like, hey, do you guys realize we're all in our underwear? Uh, so that's weird. Um, yeah. I don't like how that played out. Um, <laughs> it was a bad visual. And, uh, yeah, so, I just, I thought it was very strange. Other, but, other things that you didn't necessarily like or thought were strange from different points of the night? Um, other listen, than Corden and Twenty One Pilots, I'm always here for Beyonce. Don't get me wrong; like she's the goat, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I know how much you love that term. Um, yeah, but in our lifetime, as far as an entertainer goes, as far as a musician goes, she's the goat. She and Kanye. Um, yeah, no, but they're two like as a pure entertainer and celebrity, like she is. I can't uh, can't, can't argue with know. that. Can't argue with that. But but. Uh, you know, if you if you are the type of person that thinks that she's over the top and self centered, I can't argue that. Nope. It's get it's it's becoming a little much now. Um, so, yeah. I mean, not to say that I don't when when she drops that she's having twins, I don't eat that stuff up. But at the same time, it's like it's very it's very extra with you know the 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 performance and. Uh, you know the pregnancy pictures was were very strange. Um, didn't love those. Uh, so I think it's she's she's get she's towing a fine line where it just becomes obnoxious. Um, just how she carries herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? That's who she is, and that's how she got here in the first place. So hey, I'm all for it. But if you don't like it, then I totally get why. Definitely, and I think that. There is always going to be a camp of people that say Beyonce is overrated, but that has nothing to do with how good Beyonce is. It has to do with how people, you know, worship her. The the bay the right. bay I think, and... I think I think her following is more to blame than she actually a- is. Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, they're they can be annoying, um, and just way over the top like she is, but uh. You can't you can't come at her musically. Obviously, she's just everything she's ever made is is incredible. Lemonade. She's kind of she's kind of Serena Williamsy in that she kind of hit her prime late because these last two albums have been her best two albums. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I listen. I I, I wouldn't necessarily argue with you. Again, I would have to sit down and, and right look at look at her line her her line of work, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's wrong. And you said to me before we started recording that if you had to choose of all the nominees for album of the year, you would have given it to Lemonade. Yeah, I mean, if if we're only choosing from those options, then yes. Yeah. And uh, and to be honest, I didn't listen to the uh, the what's his. I keep wanting to say stuff, John Stevens. So but, Sturgill uh, Simpson. Sturgill Simpson, right? Um, oh, you've got to give me the theory, the 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 country theory. The country theory, I mean, it's not 100% the rule, but it seems that if you have, like, an alliterative name uh, in country music, like, you already have, like, a leg up on the competition. Absolutely, and that's I, why like, we debuted Marin Morris <laughs> with Marin Alicia Morris, Keys. Yeah, she, again, she she basically had it, like, in the bag. Once her name is M.M., like, that, you're <laughs> automatically famous in the country world, so... Um, Hunter Hayes is another oh, one. Amazing. Uh, there's some <laughs> others that I can't think of, but I know it's a thing. I just know it in my brain. 
And I yeah. mean, I'm sure there's a, a whole list of them, but I can't think of them right now. And, but Hunt, I know there's Hunter Hayes and, and that's three. Uh, and that's, others. that's, that's more than we three can is get. enough for me. Three, yeah, three is enough, but I know there's more. There's probably at least seven. So, so did, did you have a favorite performance of all the various performances we saw last night? Uh, I know that's tough right off the cuff. I mean, there was some, there was some weak ones, uh, but I would say if we're, if we're going the best, I would probably say the the tribe called quest. I I agree with you. Uh, with Pac, good for Pac, man. Uh, Anderson, just, really, Anderson. Yeah, he's just been he's he's Look, coming up big. Winning. Just, just, the Google the Google commercial with with, with uh, am I wrong with, with am I wrong plan? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's a, that's huge. Uh, and so and you know. Him, yeah. him drumming, him drumming on stage, and then singing, and then getting up and and br- helping break down the wall as Busta Bus is talking about uh, President Agent Orange. Like it's just a great thing to Which be involved. Which is hilarious. With. That's the first I've heard that one. I don't know if that's like thing, but I haven't heard that, and I uh, I chuckled aloud. Uh, yeah, alone, man. But I chuckled aloud uh, when I heard that. I've I, never I've never heard him referred to as such, but. Um, <laughs> I, I like I, I like that. And he's I think Busta's the perfect dude to make the loudest political statement at the Grammys. I think he's perfect for it. Well, he's the loudest per- he's the loudest person there, like just decibly speaking. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, if you're gonna pick <laughs> if you're gonna pick one person to, to make the statement of the night, I, I would say it's got to be the loudest, most abrasive person in the room, probably. I also loved that they uh, Q-tip they 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 left Fife's mic open and they had they like let him spit a part of his verse that was recorded and then he was just yelling resist again and again at the end because just to just yeah. to drive it home with all the different people because we the people lists off all the people that must go and right. he they brought them all up there it was it was very sort of tightly coordinated and well done and at that point filled the vast majority of the quota of political statements that yeah, we needed for I mean, the night. Yeah, I mean, that's how it is now. Like, any sort of large gathering of celebrities, in, especially in an awards uh, show setting, you're going to get a certain level of political discourse, like, in this in this climate. It's just, that's how it is. I mean, there's no avoiding that. Um, but, I mean, these things are stupid and they're frivolous. I will fully admit that. And I watch these things uh, the same way I watch sports. It's like almost like an escape. Like I, I'm watching the Grammys uh, uh, to escape from reality, or if if you want to put it that way, right. just for just for three hours, um, because poli- just polit- politics are everywhere, um, mm-hmm. and it's all you ever hear about. So it's nice to have like a three hour window where it's not not the main. And one thing uh, talking point, but with that said, it's a it's a huge stage, um, and if you're ever going to enact any sort of change, you have to, as celebrities, you have a duty to speak out and make you know political statements. Um, but I, like I, I was saying earlier, I, I think they did the, basically the perfect amount of uh, you know political talk. Um, For all the flack that the Grammys Katie get, Perry did a little bit with. For all the flack that the Grammys get, I worry that... A little little political statement there uh, at the end of her performance. Uh, Who, by the way, Katy Perry Perry is going to look good. Katy Perry uh, will look good no matter what her hair color is, like, for for the end of time. I I, I forget how just flawless that woman is. 
Oh, she's the best. Did not um, did not love the song. T- did not yeah, love the I song. Mean, but. Really, not. I mean, who's right? Really going to Katy Perry for the, the music? Right. <laughs> um, I mean, me personally, I'm there for one reason. And yeah, two I'll reasons. Allow you as the, two. Sure, I was gonna. I was going to leave it more up to the. Oh right, sure. One kinda, reason. Yeah. You kind of change. Yeah. My so, mistake. So yeah, there's two reasons. Um, misogy- misogynistic as it might sound. Yeah. Um, man. She's got some. She's got some bops. Like I, I her music isn't terrible. No, Max uh, Ma- Max Martin has churned I, out a couple of gold nuggets with with Katy Perry for sure. I think. But t- I like the more like uh, like bubbly Katy Perry. No pop, question. Teenage you know? Teenage Dream like is that's, is that's is what peak I Katy Perry. When I'm going to Katy Perry. And did you think? Yeah, I kiss the girl stuff like that. Like that, I love that. Uh, it's, not, not this as much, but hey, she's still great. It's so interesting that you bring up that you bring up the politics, uh, uh, the award show as an escape from politics thing, because I worry that uh, in a month or two, when we have the Oscars, that you're going to get it in waves and waves and waves, and it's going to be a bit nauseating the, how much political stuff is going to be a part of the Oscars, whereas the Grammys f- seem well, to find the right level. Well, the problem is with the Oscars is that you have a lot of people in that room that carry themselves differently than uh, today's musician. Certainly, um, they're they're a lot more uppity. Um, they're a lot. It's a lot more liberal crowd. Um, I wouldn't say like a lot more liberal, but they 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 tend to voice their opinion on that a lot more than the music industry does. I think. Um, so that's just it's just. The, it's just the clientele at the Oscars as opposed to uh, as opposed to the Grammys. I mean, like the Golden Globes was was big with politics. I mean, Streep took it to the next level, um, and and you know, Streep is a legend, so she can really do what she wants as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, I mean, didn't love her taking digs at my beloved sport of football. Definitely uh, not. Definitely not. But she got enough. She got enough. Uh, you know backfire on that uh that i was i was happy with with how that went so and so you uh stated at the end of the night when so okay no 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 let me say first of all were you cool with adele basically uh side-handing the album of the year to beyonce no i think that's so played too that's like every year i feel like that happens like you won own it yeah you know um, like Did, that started with Macklemore, right? Uh, he started that whole trend, but I feel like it's it's happened quite a few times. Um, but I guess if if Kanye's not there to tell Beyonce that she should have won, then I guess Adele took it on on herself to do it. Um, I would have preferred her to just uh, accept the award and not try and be so humble all the time, right? But if that's her if that's her thing, then that's her thing. I thought that she she also still like thanked people and accepted the award. Ah, she she I think Adele can get away with it basically better than better than if say really really you know if Sturgill Simpson had gone up there and tried to give it to Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that too many other artists who would have won Album of the Year could have passably passed it off in that way and for what it's worth Beyonce was definitely uh, watering at the eyes at, at what Adele was saying so at least some of it got home and we're back sorry about that the audio cut out Matt texted me lost your man while I was in the middle of my Adele Beyonce point but hopefully the audience didn't lose too much Matt sorry I lost you there you're back now though yeah against Steve Jobs 
Yeah, Not yeah, Steve, come more. on, man. That's two strikes against you. When we have our Steve Jobs, Kanye, Megapod, this is going to be talking points that get brought up. The ammunition just builds every day. <laughs> so you said after the Grammys were over that your you what you thought the best album of the year was was Solange, was a seat yeah. at the table. And I wanted to, as someone who has lauded that podcast that, I'm sorry, that album three or four times on this podcast. I wanted to hear somebody else gush about it a little bit. Why did you think it was the best album of the year? Uh, well, let's just start with Cranes in the Sky being the best song of the year. Which won a uh, Grammy that didn't get televised. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, let's start small, I guess. I guess. That song speaks to me. Um, the album speaks to me. It's just it's just incredible. The, the whole album is incredible. Uh, nothing against Lemonade. Um, Lemonade was phenomenal as well, but mm-hmm. I think uh, Solange had the best album of the Knowles sisters this year, um, as as well as just in general the best album I thought. Um, so it was sad to not see it even nominated, but you know they the Grammys have their 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 formula and they kind of stick to it. It's like four huge names and then. We'll throw in one random guy to make it seem like we're open to anything. Right, Sturgill Simpson um, in this case. Yeah, yeah, so that happens all the time. And once in a while they'll win, like Beck or uh, what was the other one? Um, Beck won and then... Uh, no, what's the one I'm thinking? Oh, Arcade Fire. A couple years ago, Arc- I think 2011 yeah, or 2012 Arcade yeah, Fire. Yeah, yeah, and there's for, been a couple the instances of that, but there's been a couple instances of that, but uh, that's usually their formula. You know they 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 tend to stick to that. It's, it's did co- purpose have any? Did purpose have any business being nominated? No. No. Nothing against Bieber, great album, but I just don't see it in like that top five class. No chance. And so. I thought I I actually went back and looked at historically album of the year and just every five years was just rolling my eyes at what got picked and what got nominated versus what didn't even get nominated. Like, well, that's why, that's why, that's why everyone's up in arms about their, their selection process. And for good reason, very good reason. You can kill Kanye for being outspoken about pretty much everything, but, um, the, he, he nails it with the Grammys. Like they just, they don't, they're not open to all forms of artistry. They're not open to, the smaller artist, um, it's really a, a, a popularity contest at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's so. it's also I think the most in it's it's of of all the award shows, it's the most like industry people looking at themselves and being like, we like this about ourselves. Which yeah, makes I mean, it- like like that's the difference with the Oscars. And I'm not as in tune with movies, so I might just be talking on my ass here. Hey, it's but- a podcast. Right, but when it comes when it comes to, to for example, uh, best picture nominee, right? And I, I already s- stated I don't watch a lot of movies, so maybe not the best opinion to have. But I always feel like when it comes down to it, like I've only seen like two or three of those movies, and then there's a bunch that I haven't even heard of. Um, mm-hmm. So yep. it would just it would just appear as that they they are more open to indie movies and smaller budget films and uh you know lesser named uh, lesser known directors and actors and things of that nature whereas the grammys again they just they like to parade out their biggest stars for their biggest awards yeah i don't think any of the industry execs who were looking at album of the year or song of the year could look at 25 versus lemonade or look at hello versus formation and be like you know what yeah this is better 
I, I just don't yeah. see how you sit down and make that conclusion. Kanye put it. Kanye put it best. Have any? I don't exactly know, like word for word, what he said, but he said, "I don't know if any of the Grammys people have ever heard March Madness." So yes, I do have a problem with the Grammys. <laughs> it's fair, man. Like that's it's fair. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Like, I don't think Future they have. had Future had a crazy run. Uh, what two years ago? No, bonkers. Uh, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen was the year of Future. And as far as I remember, he didn't get much, if any, like recognition for it, like formally. Right. You know? Awards wise. Yeah. 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 So, so that's a fair point. Yeah, they want, and I don't think uh, Young Thug will ever get recognized at the Grammys. You know, I don't think they'll ever get him up there performing. I don't think they, that's they might, a level they might. that they can go to. I won't say never on him. Um, but, we'll see. And, you know, I think they're facing so much backlash with it that they might just start. They might start changing, changing a little bit, and and putting some lesser known. Like I don't think Pac would have ever performed in in years past. Uh, Right. You well, know. he well he he just had such a tumultuous year that I and was on the tribe album that helped. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but they did give him they did give him some shine, um, and he's not like universally no like, super popular. No. He's now. not. He's not Most on chances level. Know who yeah. he is? Yeah. But on like a, just on like a strictly mainstream top forty radio type wave, like he's not there yet. But I mean, they gave him his shine, so. Uh, so they might be turning a leaf a little bit, but I, I could just be being uh, overly optimistic there. Um, did you think that <laughs> uh, Drake was the one of the losers of the night? If we had to list like a list of losers, is Drake on there, even though he wasn't at the Grammys? I don't know. I can't really put Drake and loser into the same sense because he's just, he's just doing it all. Yeah. Views, views wasn't very good to me. Um, but just the fact that he got nominated for that, that's just, that just speaks to where Drake's at right now. Definitely. It's... I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call him a loser. Um, I just, when we're just talking about just the music, I didn't think Views was very good. I think it was very overhyped because it was Drake. Right. Um, but the pro, just the product. First, I just, my, my biggest problem with that, um, album, there was some good songs on it, but it was like, what an hour and 25 minutes long yeah it's like it's, that. it's a it just gargantuan such, album Huge. it was just such a slog getting through it I, I it was like a chore it felt like a chore so i've only probably listened to it all the way through like maybe twice uh and then i just play one dance and control all the time and and that's about it I, I, I think Feel No Ways is the best song on the album, but that's uh, a, neither here nor there because you're right. It's bloated, and uh, a lot of the songs kind of just feel like Drake lost in his feelings about being rich in Canada. But yeah. I think that uh, I was very disappointed that despite getting eight nominations, our girl Riri did not get any shine last night because Anti, even though she's gotten love in the past for some of her previous work i we agree that anti is her best album in yes. a landslide like yeah. that she's ever done and I mean, she's had some she's had some great albums in the past but this one like the vocals on this are just otherworldly i have me. never heard her sing the way she does on love on the brain or on higher higher man like that you know what's but you know what's beautiful about it too is like there's like it it's technically speaking it's not she's not the greatest singer no it's, it's very much an imperfect thing but like there's 
to me, there's beauty in that. Her voice it's cracks got, like six times during that cracks, song. It's got like this weird rasp to it where it just sounds like she smoked cigs before she was like started recording. Um, and I love it. It's just very like the fact that it's not perfect is why I like it. Um, in a time now where I think like Adele is so popular because she's technically a great singer, uh, Beyonce's voice, the voice is just angelic. Um, it's a nice change of pace to have a voice that just isn't perfect, but it's just full of emotion. And, uh, you know, that I just love that. Um, and not to mention that there was just, besides like the hires and the loves on the brain, uh, Desperado. Yeah. I mean, there's some like gritty, like songs on there that I just love. It's just, yeah, it, it was just overall, it had it all. My person, um, my personal favorite sex with me after all this time. Sex my with favorite me, song. so amazing. Which, by the uh, way, zero chance, zero too. chance she's lying, right? Zero chance Rihanna is lying nah, about man, that. She definitely tears it up. She's crazy. <laughs> like, uh, you know, not gonna get into it. I've never no, we, been. I've never been with a girl from the Caribbean, but I, I feel like it would be nuts. Like, yeah, I feel Barbados, like it would be man. nuts. Uh, and she just—that's just how she carries herself. Definitely. Like, just a total sex goddess. Love it. <laughs> just dripping in it. And, uh, pull it up, yeah. pull it and up. Then she, but she brings that to the album, too. No question. Oh, anyway, um, she, we just need, I just wanted to hear her get up there and, and floss a little bit. I, I really wanted to, to, to have her get some shine. But sadly, we did not. And we had to settle but, but for I her did. ripping shots in the my, audience. One of my favorite things with her is she very much was like me. She realizes... That the Gra- I I will always come out and say that the Grammys suck. Like, <laughs> every year after after that's how I cap every every year. I just say how bad the Grammys are. But I'm still obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with award show culture. But she's like me in the sense that like she was just openly drinking there. You can't you can't get through the Grammys without a little alcohol in your system. Definitely. Uh, and you know, so I just thought that was very. Uh, very cool move. Uh, she's just she's just the best. She really is. She's so cool. She's so freaking cool. She's so cool. She yeah. That's why her and Drake will never get together because she or maybe they will because she is so cool and Drake is so uncool that he's cool. It's not even that he's not cool because he's kind of cool, but like he's like not like she's just authentically cool. Yeah. <laughs> like like you can tell that she's been like this her whole life. Like. Drake is not an authentic brand of cool. Nope. Like you can tell that like his his coolness, his swag is very much like manicured and manufactured. Like it's it's not completely an act, but it it is a little bit of an act. Rihanna is pretty authentic, I would say, from just being an out, outside observer. Um, I don't know her personally, but it, it just she comes across that way. A couple of little side notes here from the show that I wanted to get your take on. Are we yay or nay on Beyonce t- leaning that far back in a chair while pregnant with twins nay, during her performance? Nay. Big See, time I nay. Used to, I, used to, I used to pull that exact same move in like third grade. Uh, <laughs> I used to like like rock back on my chair and a couple of times, like more than I care to admit, it ended badly for me. Like I've hit my head. Like I, I've just hurt myself. Not to mention just being embarrassed in front of the whole class. Um, so I've been there. I know how dangerous that move is. Now, I'm sure they had some hydraulics that were supporting her. Right. And it was really all safe. But um, I cringed a little bit because, you know, those are those are two babies that 
you know, you don't want anything to happen to. Obviously, you don't want anything to happen to any babies. But particularly, but but, but for argument's sake, let's just say, like those babies are, are worth. It's American royalty, man. A couple hundred mil each. If she could just not do that, that would be great. Uh, I was just, uh, it made me very anxious. Um, so I, I, I didn't love that bit. Another side, another side. Oh, uh, one other thing about Beyonce's performance, about that thing in particular. Uh, I love how she paid tribute to Solange by taking a seat at the table. In, yeah, like, right very, there in the performance. Very subtle, uh, very subtle references to the Virgin Mary. See, like that's where she gets a little crazy. Yeah, like uh, it was very obvious that that's what she was going for. Um, so again, like I said, if your problem is that she's way over the top, we hear you. You can you can point to you can point to things like that, and I'll 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 be like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I can definitely see it. This is not a yay or nay. This is a yay or yay uh, on uh, Schoolboy Q dressing his daughters up in all pink Gucci suits and wearing a pink hoodie that says girl power. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I haven't seen a good pink outfit at the Grammys. Since, since Cam! Uh, since Cam. Uh, Dipset forever. I, I heard a rumor, uh, I don't know if it's true, um, that Cammy, uh, Cammy, Cam left the Grammys... Uh, I think it was 03 um, to make a to make a drug t- uh, sale. That's 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 amazing. I don't know if that's that's an ups- unsubstantiated <laughs> rumor, but that's what I've heard um, that he left the Grammys to sell. So- I don't know something. Someday we're gonna do a podcast that's all about the uh, Dipset Rap City on my block freestyle. <laughs> that's the greatest yeah. Rap City basement freestyle of all time, where Cam's in the all pink, counting the money. Uh, you could you could teach an entire college class on the dip setting. <laughs> you really could. It would be it would be a great class. Uh, you really could. Jesus. Not, let alone a podcast. Like you could you could stretch that over four months. Honestly. We could yeah we could write a decent textbooks se- and the whole a whole syllabus nine. the whole, the the whole nine yeah, yards yeah. So I uh, wanted to get down to uh, one of the things we disagreed about, and that is you saw that Chance won Best New Artist last night, and I don't think you have any qualms with that. Do you no, any- I mean aside. From, I mean that aside from that category just being dumb because he's not a new artist. Yes, because it's because Ten Day came out in 2012 or 2011 right, right, or whatever. Right. And, and he blew up off acid rap, which is 14. So 13, right. 13. Oh, 13. Oh, yeah, Crazy. Yeah, right. yeah, 13. Okay. Yeah, best new artist is a very silly category. Like, right. Even even Anderson. Pa- be it as it may. Even yeah. Anderson Pack's first album, Venice, came out in 2014. So right. you know, uh, did you have any issues with uh, Coloring Book winning best rap album? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it was that great, but I just, I, I love Chance. I do. Um, and another guy who I'm just like very happy made it because he's a genuinely good person, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's pushing, he's pushing the genre in a good direction, I think. Um, so I'm all for it. Just the album itself, I thought was like, maybe my expectations were set too high after Acid Rap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't love it. But hey, I would. I personally would have given it to probably. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say Pablo because it just makes me sound. <laughs> nice, even though it should have gone to Pablo, but if I had to say someone else, I would have given it to Q personally. Oh, blank face was so good. Blank face was so good. It's I just, so good. I think it was better than Coloring Book, but 
give it give it to give it to blank face just because Jadakiss says getting high watching NBA league pass. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, favorite that, <laughs> not of mine, but I'm sure of a lot of people. Uh, so uh, that, that, you know that touches on that. Um, yeah, I can't I can't imagine uh, schoolboy ever. You know they get him and Vince Stables to do ride out at the Grammys. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I don't know if that was, was ever going to cards. They were going to give it to Kanye because you know why. Um, and they weren't going to give it to Schoolboy because I just think it's too much of like a regular ass rap album. Um, Chance's album was like gospely and and a lot more, you know, whatever. Um, it was just different, and I think that helped his cause as well. Um, and they were so. catching the wave a little bit. Like people, it's just fun. It's the in thing to do to love Chance because. Yeah, well, I mean, again, he is. He just is a very likable guy. Yeah. Um, so I think that has to do with it too. Again, I don't really necessarily agree with, uh, with the choice, but I'm just happy he won. I, I have no problems with it from that standpoint. Yeah. And I guess the, the, the thing I wanted to talk to you most about Matt is you said yourself that you don't, you think the Grammys are awful, but you're obsessed with award show culture, which sort of begs the question, like, does this matter? Do the Grammys matter? Do award shows matter? Does who wins these awards matter? Um, nah. I think especially in, like, the social media age that we live in, um, we we can kind of pick and choose what it is we like and, and what gets, like, publicly lauded as, as good and not good. Um Whereas before before the internet as we know it was around, um, basically the radio and and award shows like this were basically dictating um, what was good, what wasn't, um, and you had to take that as gospel because you just didn't have any other outlets to a discuss and b consume the music. Um, so I, again, I just think that's why that's why mix mixtapes as late have become more popular uh a lot more rappers can just put out a lot of stuff not even just rappers just musicians in general they can they can kind of float a lot of stuff out there and see what sticks and and they get instant feedback um so i don't think they necessarily need to be given awards to to have their work recognized um it helps. It's it's a nice little cherry on top, but I don't think it's as important as it used to be. Um, I think it's just a fun show. It's a fun night. Uh, you get a lot of people in the same room uh, together, and that's really all it comes down to. I, th- I think I agree with you. I think that, and I, I said this on Twitter last night as well, if you go 20 years from now, I don't think many people at all are going to care that Macklemore won best rap album over Kendrick and people are still going to be bumping Kendrick for all time. And people are not going to be bumping Macklemore. Hopefully, uh, like I, if I hear, if I don't hear thrift shop again, the rest of my life, it'll be too soon. But I, I think that the timeless music reveals itself and that we will listen to the stuff that remains good and stop listening to the stuff that doesn't age well. So therefore, the Grammys. Yeah, there was. Uh, I don't even know who he was sampling. It was that old dude on Pound Cake, Drake? Oh yeah, Drake. Uh, when he yeah. was like all that. Yeah, all that other. All, what does he say? He said all that uh, other bullshit is here today and gone tomorrow. No, he says gone tomorrow. Gone tomorrow, <laughs> and then it goes into the Ellie Goulding sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, so there, but there is something to be said about that. 
Um, if it's good, it'll stick. It'll be well-received. Uh, if it sucks, it won't be well-received. It won't win any awards. At the end of the day, I think that basically the internet and social media are the judge and jury when it comes to what's what's the best album and what's not. Um, I don't really think the Grammys are like that important um, in terms of deciding that. You think they're just they're we're just it's just for fun so we can watch these guys perform? No, I mean there's like some merit to it, of course, um, but it's also like an institutional thing. It's been around forever. Uh, it's not going to go away. So I just no, think it's it's, it has diminished importance, but it, it does it does have a little bit of clout, just not as much as it used to. Um, if you could have anybody host next year, would you have Drake host? And would I'm you have Drake host? Yeah, I mean, but if if we're not going with Drake, who would I pick? I I don't know. I mean, we could have Kanye host. I mean, like I feel like Fallon is so played now. He he's just not a great host. Uh. I'm not bringing back LL Cool J because he just got a little stale at the end there. Have Chance host. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I would have to think about that. I don't know. Oh, my God, Matt. I totally forgot. This is how I wanted to end the damn podcast. I wanted to let you talk a little bit about the Knicks. Oh, man. Just because you you said it was just so funny that I asked you who your least favorite like front office person in New York was, and you hesitated to say Dolan, and then all of this stuff with Charles Oakley has transpired in the last week. Well, now it's it's resounding Dolan. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You can't make a case for anybody else. This has just been such a shit show. It's such an embarrassment. It's so Nick's. It's not even funny. It's just it's just very sad. Um, Listen, I'm not saying that Oakley was completely innocent. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Um, but they had it out for him again before he even walked into that place, it seems. Um, and then just the way that Dolan's carried himself after the fact, uh, saying that well, for the, the Knicks PR tweet that he needs help, uh, and then Dolan went as far as to say that he could possibly be an alcoholic. I don't know. Um you can't so really you can't really speculate on things like that on on national radio. You just can't do it. Um, and then and then the funniest part too is you know just being petty, uh, bringing in Spreewell and Larry nine, Johnson. It was, and it was nine nine uh, Knicks. including Vin Baker, who played forty games for them. Yeah, but but I mean it counts, you know. But, oh. but I don't really. I usually don't see eye to eye with Spike Lee at all, but. Um, I did respect him wearing the Oakley jersey courtside yesterday. I thought that was kind of cool. And they got the dub against the Spurs. Yeah, we beat the Spurs once a year. That's how it goes. Um, so this was our yearly win. I'm uh, glad. But you Enjoy know, it, it doesn't it doesn't take away from what's really the story here, and that's this Oakley situation. So um, it, it's so- kind of dying down a little bit, but it hasn't been resolved yet, and I. Just hope they don't think it's just going to go away quietly because I don't think it will. So what's going to happen with the Knicks and Dolan? Like, how is Dolan still just going to own the team until he croaks? Like, what's like? Can the I Knicks- don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, he so he had that interview with ESPN Radio after it was I think the Tuesday after. Uh, yeah. Or I don't even I don't remember what day it was, but regardless, it was a few days after uh, where he said that basically he real there was. 
it, it's funny how it was only three years ago, but three years ago, uh, he came to this realization that managing a basketball team isn't his skill set. Um, so that's why he brought on Phil and basically gave him full autonomy. Uh, which, like I said on the last podcast, I was for it, but it's just it's just been a huge mistake. Yep. Um, but is he going to get rid of the team? No, I don't see why he would. I mean, he like it makes him money. Yeah, it makes him money, and and he enjoys it. And even though he is basically conceded that he's not good at it, um, I don't think he has any plans on on getting rid of the team for quite some time i don't see why he would unless the thing stops making money in which case he might try and pawn it off on somebody else but the knicks madison square garden new york city they fill that place every night doesn't matter how bad they are uh it so so i just don't see it all right well I'm sorry that to condemn you to the fate of having James Dolan own your favorite basketball team for the foreseeable future, Matt, but it looks like that's what you're stuck with. Yeah, I, I've I've come to terms with it, so it is what it is. Um, just just grab on to Kristaps uh, Porzingis' unicorn horn and pray. Yeah, I, again, I he's two, two or three years away from being a superstar, but I think he's going to be a superstar. So I have that to look forward to at least aside from the Oakley thing. It's just a public embarrassment to the way they've been treating mellow. And that's kind of gone by the wayside with this whole thing. And that should not go by the wayside. It should be a constant story because it's just not fair how they treat this guy after all he's done. Um, and all he continues to do. So this, the whole thing is just a joke. I just need this season to be over. I need to go into next year with a clean slate and with a hopefully improved Porzingis. Yeah, man. I wish you the best of luck. I wish the Knicks the best of luck. I don't think it'll do him any good. Uh, I got to thank you for being on the pod again, Matt. You killed it again. And we'll have you back as soon as possible to talk about who knows what I, well, who knows what could happen with the Knicks in the next week. Carmelo could anything, get... Anything goes. It's so, all yeah. on the table. Great talking to you. And yeah, uh, always, always down for another one whenever you're ready. As always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at soundcloud.com slash fightingfirewithfire. Give us a rating, a review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the AJ Rose Show. Follow the AJ Rose Show on Twitter at the AJ Rose Show. For Matt Heinrichs, I'm AJ Rose, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Cheers. <laughs>